It's the Real Estate Podcast, brought to you by ANZ Home Loans for financial well-beings. And welcome back to another episode of the Real Estate Breakfast, available on iHeartRadio every morning and also on Spotify and Apple and wherever you get your podcast from. It is a Saturday morning. The week went by pretty fast for us. It's the 19th day already for 2022. And if you've got a busy weekend, look Looking at property around the country, whatever it is in the capacity of selling or buying, or if you're a real estate agent doing open homes, uh, good luck with anything to do with property across this coming weekend. And just a reminder, tomorrow the Sunday Rewind is here. We take another look back over the last seven days of all the interviews that we've done. And also coming up in just a moment, now (laughs) this is still going. There are still lots of comments on social media about this year's The Block and people are calling for it not to go ahead next year. I don't think that's where we probably need to be. I think the, the show has already proved uh, to be popular. It just obviously needs to be tweaked. So Fabian is coming up in just a moment and we'll come up with a few suggestions on what next season might actually look like. We talk with leading property commentators with analysis, predictions, forecasts and what's trending every morning from 6.30. And if you're celebrating your birthday for today for the 19th of November. Happy birthday. Adam Driver is celebrating a birthday with you. The actor, he's turning 38. Jodie Foster, Hannibal Lecter's friend, is turning 59 today. And the designer, Calvin Klein, is turning 79. And on this day back in 1969, Apollo 12, it lands on the moon and Charles Conrad and Alan Bean become the third and fourth humans on the moon. Now, the funny thing is about this is if you asked anybody who was the third and fourth human on the moon, nobody would be able to tell you it's Charles Conrad and Alan Bean. That is why being number one is so critical, particularly with something historic. Neil Armstrong, of course, everybody knows. And it was also on this day back in 1985, the US President Ronald Reagan and Soviet leader Mikhail Gorbachev, they meet for the very first time. Gee, wouldn't it be great to have Mikhail Gorbachev in 2022 still as the Russian leader would have saved a lot of lives. It's your weekday real estate breakfast with news, interviews and predictions every morning on the Real Estate Podcast. Well, the other day we were talking about the block. In fact, Fabian was suggesting that there should be a little bit more money perhaps during the block paid to the contestants. Good morning, Fabian. Well, Welcome back to the Real Estate Breakfast. Good morning, Craig. Good to be here. You know, this is quite a contentious issue because we mentioned the other day that perhaps, just perhaps, the contestants should be actually setting those reserves because then they're kind of a little bit more in control of what they're going to end up getting at the end. 
Well, essentially, the contestants are the sellers. I mean, that's the way it looks. That's the way it feels. They're the ones that have been in control in terms of you know what they wanted to do with the property. That's they're the ones setting the expectation. So, if the auctions were just treated a little bit more traditionally, and the contestants were working with their selling agent as if they were the sellers, I think it would make much better TV, and you'd be able to strategize with the auction a lot more, and I think you'd see better results. Yeah, because at the end of the day, what you really want for great television is for all of those houses to sell and to sell well. So I did actually feel very sorry for the contestants because a lot of blood, sweat and tears went into the properties and, you know, apart from one, one had a fantastic result and the rest fell flat. One of the things that I just couldn't get my head around was 75% of those auctions, the thought process was to pass it in. And it was, you could see the contestants almost panicking and wanting to quickly ring the auctioneer, pass it in, pass it in. I mean, that's not how an auction should go. I mean, the auction should be triggered at the right time to spark emotional and unexpected bidding. You can't unlock a premium price for a property and engage in emotional bidding unless the property is put on the market at the right time. We were never able to unlock that during the block auctions. And the fact that we were seeing the contestants panic to actually pass it in because they were scared that if it went over reserve, they were only going to walk away with a small amount of prize money. That to me just sounds bizarre and it's just the wrong way to go about it. So I think if they set the reserves, I think you'll see a much better auction result. Now, I'll ask you this because you are the professional, you are doing it week in, week out, and one of the key strategies is when you're talking with the vendor coming up with the reserve price, and you've got vendors that might have a high expectation. You've then got to talk to the vendor, get them in sync with the market of what the true reality is, and of course, it's no good having it too high, so what did you feel? Like, given that this was too high, no question, the reserve was not at a base where you could actually bring in a bit of fervour, a bit of momentum, but that just didn't happen. No, it, it didn't happen. And it's really important that I can only speak of experiences when I try and explain to my vendors how to get the best outcome out of their auction. Their reserve just needs to be triggered at the right time during the auction. And the only way to do that is for them to physically see with their own eyes that the auction is starting to slow down or come to a stop. Now, if that happens, that's ultimately the buyer signaling to the seller, hey, we may continue bidding, but we need to be enticed. So that's the signal where the auctioneer should be saying to the sellers, this is the point now where we've got to reignite the momentum, put the property on the market so we can get these buyers to reactively start bidding, or if they've stopped altogether, to re-enter the bidding. So the stalling of an auction is critical to actually make the vendors then understand when the property should be announced on the market to, to create that trampoline effect. You know, it almost has this idea that you could run with two reserves. You could have a reserve for the contestants in terms of how much they walk away with and then the reserve for the house, the property. What do you think about that? 
well, that's the ultimate way to make sure that the auction has really achieved both sides of the transaction, one for the contestants and one, of course, for the network. So obviously the reserves aren't set by the contestants and we understand why and that's fair enough. But if we're really going to make this work and make the contestants walk away with a smile on their face, give them that sense of empowerment that they can set their reserve strategically where their selling agent advises them to. So you still keep that traditional aspect of the auction, but of course you've got another reserve price there that the network sets to cover those building and material costs that have gone into, of course, the construction of the property. Yeah, for sure. And it could be just as simple as having a percentage below what the reserve of the house is. It could be as simple as that. I think the the way to do it traditionally is, you know, for the contestants to be speaking to their selling agent about comparable sales. I mean, it will be hard, of course, because they're all unique properties. But, you know, factoring in market conditions and whatnot and interest rate rises that have happened, I think if we were able to see those conversations unfold on national TV between contestant and agent, it would just show us so much and it would educate us a hell of a lot in regards to how these auctions truly could go. And like I said, like I said, and I keep bringing back the traditional aspect of it. Seeing the auction unfold in that manner is going to really show us what the true result should look like for that property. Because when you've got an inflated reserve that's already been set way too high, and you've got to rely on a buyer potentially overpaying for that property just to get it done on national TV. Craig, let's be honest, between you and me, we would agree that that doesn't make great TV at all. So none of my vendors that I work with now would be setting their bar that high for them not to get a result. They want to be selling on the day. So let's make sure these expectations are in line so we can see a much better auction. I think that you will find next year will be quite different. They will have to have a roundtable discussion on how they're going to remedy this because they will not want a second year to run the same way with what we have just seen. It's been a bit of a kerfuffle. Like there's been too many conversations and too many articles and it's not a great look for the show. And when the block initially started, whenever it was, it might have been 10 years ago now, they were great auctions. I feel like they were a little bit more traditionalized if that's if that's the way we're going to go down. And now we're, we're, we're seeing too many factors where the networks are taking too much control over where the reserve needs to be set. And it's taking away the dynamics and the atmosphere and the spectacle of a traditional auction. And one of my good mates was an auctioneer on the block this year. I couldn't help but feel really sorry for him because the contestants were it was like they were screaming you know pass it in pass it in and I won't mention any names of of, of who the auctioneer was but it was just a bit disappointing to watch it and to feel sorry for him going that's not how he would conduct an auction today he would be working with the sellers in order to strategize with getting the property on the market at the right level and sell it for the best price. The dynamics were reversed. The contestants were wanting him to pass it in because they were scared that they were going to walk away with a small amount of prize money. In this day and age, you would be blessed to be selling your property under the hammer given what's happened to the real estate market. It's a bonus to sell it in this market. Properties, unfortunately, are not getting sold given the market's taken a hit and buyers have fizzled. So, you know, this is why I'm I'm a little bit annoyed with how they worked and how they panned out because it's not a true reflection on the real estate market at the moment. All right, some good comments there. Thanks for jumping on this morning with us, Fabian. Have a great day. Thanks, Craig. You too. We connect you to the best real estate information across Australia. The Real Estate Podcast.